Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likute Alachis. We're continuing in Yoradea, Chelik Sheni, Hilchis Chodosh, Halacha Beis, Paragraph Vav. We dedicate the learning today on the 15th of Cheshvan, Lilo Nishmas, Avram Ephraim Yisrael, Rebbe one of the students of my Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, one of our very close friends who moved to Eretz Yisrael together with us years ago. He and his family donated one of the nicest Sefer Torahs to the breast of Shul in Meishon, today it's in Oravron, <clears throat> and did many, many, many special things, Baruch Hashem. And Lili Nishmas, Eliezer, Reb Nosi Yaakov, Yentefradl Bas Rabbi Shuarie, Harini Kapuras Mishkavam, and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavi Bechana Basgalia, Rochel Basgalia, Noya Nechama Basgalia, Shemar Eliezer ben Rochel, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, David ben Behia, Shemar Basleia, Eliana Golda bas Chanefega, Ayelet Shoshana bas Chanaleia, Yisrael ben Chanaleia, Betzal Yechiel Michel ben Tchiachava, Yehudis Ruchama bas Chavarus, Sorocha bas Yisbendel, Avivilana bas Yisbendel, Tuvitzi ben Chayaliza, Gitigenendel bas Sipoira, Lebelea bas Sipoira, Michal Sora bas Adasa, Idis bas Miriam Brindel, Chaim Arye ben Brocha, Shlomanisa ben Mazla, Avram David ben Chana, David Lei ben Shena, Avigail Brocha Bashir Advoira, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Ruven Mordechai ben Chana, Sishoim ben Rita Beverly, Basia Kela bas Amalia Malka, Yisrael Meir ben Carmela, Yehudis Nechama bas Miriam, Fruma bas Ganesa, Elisheva bas Sora, <coughs> Avivachaya bas Esther Mindel, Gitlaleya bas Frumet, Moishalei ben Chana Brindel, Daniel Baruch ben Sora, Shloyma ben Rivka Sprinza, Yente Sora bas Chana Rus, Yechiel Michel ben Chana Rus, Menachem ben Rishabasha, Chaya Brocha bas Perel, <coughs> David Elio ben Michal, Shimon Eloza ben Michal, in the chapter on Likud Imran that this halach is based on, Torah Ches, in the second half of Likud Imran, Rabbi Nezal makes reference to these things, to Kriyas Yamsuf and Melchem Esamolek. Shehakol hoyo bimei hasvira koidamatim toira. All of this took place during the days of the counting of the Omer, before the holiday of Shavuos, before Matan Torah. Because Rabbi Nassar writes over there in chapter 8, in the second half of the Kudimran, that there shows the connection between Kriyas Yamsuf, Melchem Samolek, and this tefillah in the form of din. It says over there by Kriyas Yamsuf, Vayitzaku, they were screaming Tashem. They were in a, a dire emergency. And they jumped into the sea. Nachshman Aminadov jumped into the sea. 
that's this concept in a sense of throwing a a tfila to the sit to a tfila bebechinas din for the sitrachra to to attempt to swallow and thereby be forced to return all the wealth of Egypt, as much wealth as the Jews received when they left Egypt, they got much, much more at Kriyas Yamsuf. And Rabbi Nezal shows there on the Kutimran that this Tefillah which accomplishes all of these things also leads to Nevoah, prophecy. Shehi Bechinas Kabola Satoira which is what we achieved at Matan Torah. She'or zochu kol Yisrael enavua. There, all of Klal Yisrael were zochet to prophecy, to see Hashem kaviochel, to hear Hashem speak to them directly. V'chol zois nase bimei hasvira. And all of this took place during the days of the counting of the Oimer, al yidei hakrovas Oimer soire. And it was Brought about by the bringing of this korban, this measure of barley, shahu bechina hanal bechinas tefila bechinas din shal bal koyach, which we learned in the previous shurim that 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 korban of barley is similar in concept to the tefila bechinas din. Shaydeze nase kriyas yamsuf umelchemes hamolek, and that's what helped accomplish. The splitting of the Red Sea, the the battle against Amalek, and was to receive the Torah at the end of the forty nine days of the Oimer. Study that chapter of the Kutimran well, and you'll understand all of the connections very very clearly. Paragraph Zion. Now we'll understand also why in the in in the Megillah of Rus it says towards the beginning, that the family of Nomi, Nomi and her husband and her sons came to the fields of Moyov during the beginning of the harvest of the barley. And Rashi points out there, quoting the Gemara, that it refers to the day of the harvesting of the Oymer, the 16th of Nisan. Because as we learned earlier, the, the, the bringing of this Korban Oymer Soyrin establishes the holy Malchus. It defeats the Malchus of the Sitrachra and establishes the holy Malchus. Um Malchus Digdusha, he bechinas Malchus Moshiach. That's the kingdom of Moshiach. And Rabbi Nisal actually mentions this over there in chapter 8 in Likud Imran. That through this tefillah in the format of din, of a powerful person, this generates a beautiful aroma, a beautiful smell. Shehu bechinas Moshiach, which is what Moshiach is all about. Kemavorashon, our posik as Rabbeinazal, expounds on this over there, on the posik in Parshas Vayigash, where it says, Vayar menucha kitoiv, I'm sorry, in Parshas Vayichi, 
speaking about Yesochar, Vayar Nenucha Kitoiv, Vayhi Lemas Oiveid, Bechinas Moshiach Shayetse Neoiveid, that this alludes to Moshiach who will come from Oiveid, Shenoilat Nerus. Oiveid was one of the descendants of Rus. Vialkain, Boes, Sheboso, Rus, Venomi, Lishom. And therefore, when Rus and Nami arrived over there at the time of the harvest, the barley harvest, which eventually resulted in the birth of Dover Amelech and Moshiach, which would come from Rus and Boyaz, we understand now why the Pasuk reveals to us that when did all of this take place? At the time of the harvesting of the soirim, the oimer soirim. Itikun malchus digdusha, she bechinas malchus moshiach, nas alidei bechinas oimer soirim kanal. Because the establishment of the holy kingdom, which is the king of moshiach, is accomplished through this korban of barley. Gam, in addition, rus hoiso gert sedek. Rus was a righteous convert. And in that chapter, has a whole chapter, a whole paragraph, showing how this is what brings about Gerim, converts. <clears throat> and this is why Rus came at the time of the harvesting of the Oimer, this carbon of barley. And this explains also, we touched on this earlier, that, that when Homon came to fulfill the command of Achashverosh to take Mordechai at Tzadik and dress him in the royal garments and place him on the royal horse and parade him around the city, <clears throat> Homon said, that he saw the students of Mordechai studying the topic of the Oimer Soirin. And he said, your measure of barley comes along and defeats me. Ki Oimer Soirin daiko nitzach es homon. Because it was specifically this korban that defeated homon amolek. Ki ikr mapolosoy The main defeat of homon of amolek is through this, this tefila bebechinas din, which brings about the elimination of the evil kingdom and the establishment of the holy kingdom, the kingdom of Moshiach. I saw this Pasuk that Rav Mosesal quoted earlier, the Pasuk from Parshas Vayechi, Vayar Menucha Kitoi Vayechi Lemas Oiveid, Rashi says there, it's, it says the Pesach begins with the words, Vayet Shechmoi Lisboil, that the Shevet Yisachar bent their, their shoulders to carry, to carry the yoke of the Torah, to study Torah. <clears throat> and Rashi says there, Vayet Shechmoi Lisboil, Milchomois, to also to, to, withstand wars, the lichboish mechuzois, shehem yoishvim alasfar, 
and to conquer those settlements that are on the border. <clears throat> and the enemy will be conquered beneath them and, and have to pay service, have to serve the Jewish people. Well, we should be zeched to see this soon in our time. Any questions, please? With this, we completed Halacha Beis of Hilchas Chodosh. Now, Ramos Nizal goes on to Halacha Gimel. Al pi hamaymar dirshu Hashem v'uzoi v'sefer horishoyim b'simel amadzayim, which will be based on chapter 37 in the first half of Likut Imran. Ayin shom kol hamaymar kula. I study that entire chapter to have a good foundation for this halacha. This halacha is one of the more substantial ones in terms of pages. Vaklal, to summarize <coughs> what Rabbi Nezal says over there, Shekoladom tzorich lehachnia haguf legabi anefesh. Each and every single person has to work at making the body subservient to the soul. That the soul should be the one making the decisions. Dehainu hachoymer bechinas misa bechinas sichlus shel aguf shel arba yisoidos shehi bechinas behema sichlus choishech shikha chokmas chitzonius. Rabbi Nizalvei goes on to give a list of two columns, column A and column B. One column has all the negative things, choymer, which means just matter, bechinas misa death. Sichlus foolishness, the foolishness of the body, of the four basic elements of the body, which are the aspect of behema, animal, the animal instinct. Sichlus, again, foolishness, choshech, darkness, shikha, forgetfulness, chachmas chitzainius, <coughs> philosophy, and other types of wisdoms that are not part of the Torah. The person has to see to it to subdue all of those things in this column, legabi hanefesh, to the soul, shehi bechinas tzura, which is the concept of something that's formatted, that's shaped properly, the opposite of choymer, adam, man, humans, the opposite of behema, chachma, the opposite of sichlus, oyer, light, the opposite of darkness, Zikorin, the ability to remember the opposite of shikha and chokmas hatoira, the wisdoms of the Torah. Rabbi Nezal draws these two columns and says our mission is to to see to it that this 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 column over here should be subservient to the column over here. Alkain tzrichin lahafreshatzmoi mikol taiva saguf. Therefore, a person has to strive. <coughs> To, to remove themselves from all of the materialistic desires of the body, in order to strengthen the soul, that it should rule over and control and direct the body. And Rabbi Nezal says there, one of the ways that we accomplish this is through fasting. By fasting, we weaken the four basic elements from which the body is made up of, and we eliminate 
the sickness, the foolishness, the darkness, the forgetfulness, the behemoth, the animal, and we strengthen and elevate and this is why the Gemara says towards the beginning of Brachas, Agro de Taneso Sikoso, the reward of a fast is the charity that's given during the fast. Utsrichin and Rabbeinu Zalver emphasizes the mitzvah of Tzedakah also. Utsrichin litain Tzedakah le'eretz Yisroel. We must give charity specifically to Eretz Yisroel. Because that generates a pure air, such as the, the vapor that comes from the mouth of small children who haven't yet committed any sin. And by doing this, we cause Hashem to remember the great merit of our forefathers, the nimtakadim, this brings about a sweetening of any negative, ju- harsh judgments, the nimshachachesed, and this draws kindness upon us. Ki chesed hu bechinas nefesh, bechinas Torah, etc. Because chesed is part of that column of all the good things. The din hu bechinas guf, bechinas sikhlus, Whereas judgment, negative judgments, are part of the column that has the body, foolishness, etc., etc. Question in the chat regarding the closing statement we made on the previous halacha. Does that mean that it's specifically those who study Torah who should conquer the enemy settlements near the border? Not necessarily. It means that those who are studying Torah are participating in their merit Klal Yisrael will be zeichet to be able to conquer those enemy settlements near our borders that threaten us, that 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 try to harm us in every every which way. The Rabbi Nezalvin and the Kutimram quotes the pasuk: "Those who destroy my nation, they eat bread." And they don't call out to Hashem. Once again, the, the, the important point here is that we need to elevate the soul and to see to it that the soul should rule over and control the body. That itself is an example of sweetening judgments. Because again, the soul is associated with chesed, the body is associated with din. Vazai mamtikin gvuras menatzbach. And then we sweeten the heart, the judgment, the negativity that comes from these five letters, which close a word. They're called called oisioi stumois. They come in a different shape when they close a word. Shehu shoyresh hanafoshois. Menatzbach is the source from which the nefoshos originate. Ki chomesh shemois yesh lenefesh. Because the nefesh, the Jewish soul, has five names. 
Bechinas Chamisha Domin. And the Gemara also speaks about five types of blood. Shehem Chomesh Oisleis Menatzbach, which are associated with these five letters. Chomesh Moitzleis Aper, which are also associated with the five parts from which speech comes forth. The lips, the tongue, the teeth, the upper palate and the throat. And our mission is to sweeten these judgments, this harshness, to enable a flow of kindness. And one of the most important ways that we accomplish this is by seeing to it that our soul is controlling and ruling over the body. This is what allows us to sweeten all negative judgments, the nimsha chesed, and to bring about a flow of kindness. Because when a person is to win this battle, whereby the soul is controlling the body and not vice versa, then that person's soul rises up in the form of Mayan Nukvin. We've spoken about this in the past, that the Sifrei Kabbalah explain that just like down here on earth, in order to produce a child, in order to produce Shefa, there has to be female waters and then the male waters and these two join together, and that produces a child. So too spiritually, when we want to bring down Shefa, a flow from heaven, we have to generate these Mayanukvin. And the way that we do that is through our mitzvahs and maizintoivim, and by getting to a level where our nefesh is controlling the guf. And when that happens, our soul goes up to heaven, bibechinas, and, and, and announces, look Hashem, look how your child is coming before you in such beauty that this child, this neshama that was this nefesh that was sent down to earth to with Bechira was able to conquer its materialistic desires. And this results in a sweetening of all the negative judgments that come from these five letters, v'chol hadinim, v'nase meiriv din, and and it changes the riv din into aleph dalid nun yud. Over there, Rabbi Nisal, in Likud Imran, in that chapter, speaks about the v'ridin. It's The Gemara speaks about these very narrow pipes that are part of the throat, inside the throat. <clears throat> They're called veridin. And the Sifrei Kabbal explain that the word veridin is made up of two words. Riv, din. Riv, reish yud vav, is bigematria gvura. And din is din. So both of these terms represent midas hadin. And we change it when the din is sweetened, we change it into Aleph Dalit Nun Yud. Rabbein Zal shows there how the letter Aleph is a combination of a Yud on top 
a vav, the diagonal line in the middle is a vav, and the bottom part can be like a resh, can be made like a resh. So we convert the rived in, the, the reshid vav becomes an aleph, and it becomes Hashem's name, aleph dalet nun yud, chasodim. And this brings about a flow of kindness from Hashem. And this leads to a major flow of bounty from Hashem, which is given a nickname, it's called Oymer. There's a posik Hashem Yitain Oymer. Hashem gives Oymer. <clears throat> and it's brought that the word Oymer makes up the first letters of Oyer, Mayim, Rokia. Whenever Hashem sends us a flow of Shefa, it starts out as light, and then as it comes down and becomes more physical, it becomes mayim, and then it evolves to become rokia, the sky the, from which the shefa comes. V'nizgale ha-Torah, and this leads to a revelation of Torah, shehi b'chinas chesed. And the Torah is a form of Hashem's kindness. The Bnei Socher, I believe, brings in a place the posik lahagid baboiker chazdecha that the last the the first letters of lahagid baboiker chazdecha spell the word cholov milk, which is one of the nicknames of the Torah. The Torah is called Dvash v'cholov tachas l'shoinech. It's like honey and milk under your tongue. So again, the, the Torah being associated with Chesed, Lahagid Baboiker Chazdechel. The Bnei Yisrochah there explains that that the fact that Hashem provides us with food, basic food, that's even according to Midas Hadin. Hashem created us, so to create us and and allow us to die from starvation. Anyone would understand that that's not that that that's meaningless in a sense. So even al pidin, <clears throat> Hashem sustains us. That's why in Birkas Hamozin, when we make the the when we have a zimun, we say nevorech eloikenu We use Hashem's name elokim. Whereas when a person gets called up to the Sefer Torah, he says baruchu es Hashem hamavoyrach. Hashem's name yudke vavke, which is chesed. Because the Bnei Yisrael explains that food, al-pimishpot, Hashem needs to provide us. But the Torah, he didn't have to give us, in a sense. That's considered to be a display of Hashem's chesed. Ayin Shom kol zehetev. says he gave us this in very summary form. What Rabbi Yisrael speaks about there on Ikut Imran, for a much clearer presentation, look into chapter 37 in Ikut Imran. Now Rav Mosazal begins his discussion. Paragraph Beis, And this is tied into the mitzvah. It's forbidden for a Jew to eat any grain from the five types of grain of the new crop before bringing that korban, the Oymer Soirin, which is brought the day after the first day of Pesach, which is called Shabbos here in this Pasuk, which means Betezayin Ben Nisan. This korban was brought on the 16th of Nisan. 
ואפילו לקצר התבואה אסור קודם ציר הסיימון. And even to harvest, to cut any of the new grain, we're not allowed to do it until we first harvest the barley for the oimer and bring that sacrifice. כי בתסבוב בניסון יוצאנו ממצרים. Because on the 15th of Nisan is when we were taken out of Egypt. Coming out of Egypt is all about the soul rising above the body. Because that's what leaving Egypt is really all about. Because Egypt is symbolic and representative of all the different exiles that the Jewish people went through. Because the Medrash says all of the different exiles that the Jewish people went through are referred to as Mitzrayim because Mitzar means constriction, imprisonment. This can also refer to the exile, the prison that a person is in <coughs> by the desires of the body. The body wants different things, very often things that, that are not good for the body, and the person sometimes is held prisoner and is being controlled by their bodily desires. And the Goyim, the other nations, they are imprisoned in the Taivas, their bodily desires. come upon them, as Rabbi Enzal speaks about this many times. And when these physical, materialistic desires of the body try to overpower a Jew, which means the body is trying to overpower and control the soul, that's the most painful thing. That's really being in exile, being in prison. And each and every Jew is required to have pity on themselves. The Lamoid Benisoyan and to stand up to the tests. And to strengthen the soul to be in control of the body. And thereby get out from the exile of the desires, the bodily desires which are associated with the four kingdoms of the Sitra Mitzrayim. This is the whole concept of leaving Egypt. Because again, Egypt represents and is a composite of all the exiles of all the four kingdoms. As Hashem said when he spoke about the Jews coming out of Egypt, he said, and also the other nations which will enslave the Jewish people, that this term comes to include the other four kingdoms who would imprison the Jewish people, people, the kingdom of, of, of Bovel, the Greeks, the Persians, and the Romans. 
שכולם הודיעו מה שמזבורך לאברון בשור שהודיעו גולס מצרים. השם אינפורמד אברהם אבינו about all of those exiles when he was telling אברהם אבינו about the fact that his children would have to go down to Egypt כי כולם נקרואים גולס מצרים because all of them are referred to as the Egyptian exile על שם שהם מצירים לישראל because of the fact that they constrict and imprison the Jewish people כי זה עיקר המצר because this is what prison is really all about, constriction. Bechinas tzimtzum v'tzar v'dinen shenimshach al-yidei hizgabrus ha-gufal ha-nefesh chaz v'shom. Rav Nosanzal says, when is a Jew in prison? When does a Jew experience tzimtzum and tzar, pain and midas adin? When we allow our body to control our soul. V'ikr yitzias mitzrayim and leaving Egypt is all about the soul overpowering, taking control over the body. As it says in a Pasuk, Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, when you will take the Jews out of Egypt, they will worship Hashem on this mountain. They'll receive the Torah. So we see that It, receiving the Torah is Yitzias Mitzrayim. V'hainu kabolas ha-Torah, shibachinas hisalus ha-nefesh al-guf. This refers to accepting the Torah, which is elevating the soul over the body. Ki ha-nefesh shibachinas Torah, because the soul is associated with Torah. V'alkein kol ha-goliois klulim ba-arba malchios. And this explains also why all of the different exiles that the Jewish people experienced, Spain and others, which are not part of the four, they're all included in these four. Because all of the exiles that the Jewish people experienced throughout all the thousands of years of history... are all related to the four basic elements from which the body is comprised of, <clears throat> which are fire, water, air, and, and dust. It's all about the body overpowering the soul. That's what exile is really all about. That's when the Jewish, a Jew is really in exile, when they become like the Goyim, where, where the body is controlling the soul and not the opposite. Interesting to note that in the beginning of Parsha Shmois, when the Torah introduces the topic of Golos Mitzrayim, it says, <clears throat> It was after the many, many days from the time of Yosef HaTzadik and his brothers that Parai, decided that that uh, the the Jewish people could easily stage a rebellion and want to leave so let's really enslave them so it's brought that that opening statement it was during those many days that the word rabbim alludes to the four major exiles of the Jewish people the race is Roimi Golis Roimi which is the Golis that we're in today or sometimes called Edoin. The Beis is Bavel, 
the yud is yavon, and the mem is modai, parasu modai. Modai is another term for, for the Persians. So we see it, when the Torah is introducing the Golos Mitzrayim, included over there is also these of the four major Goliaths. And now with this, we'll also understand why there are four verbs that are used by Hashem, referring to Hashem taking the Jews out of Mitzrayim. And it's corresponding to those four terms of Geula, that we drink the four cups of wine at the Seder. Ki ikr ha-ge'ula hu b'chinas his gabros ha-nefesh Because true redemption is when a person succeeds in getting out of their own personal prison, when they're no longer a prisoner to their taivas, which are based on those four basic elements, the arba yisoydos from which the body is comprised of. Question in the chat, why is it that the nefesh originates from gvura and not from chesed? <clears throat> the the Mesechtetainus begins with gvurais geshamim, that rain comes from gvura. <clears throat> and and I forgot for a moment, <clears throat> it's brought that the nefesh comes from, the Jewish nefeshahs come from malchus, which is the shekhinah, which leans towards the left, towards the side of Gvurais. Rav Nelson speaks about this in, in several places in Likut HaLochas. He says, what are you talking about? Isn't, isn't, isn't all the shefa and everything for really a, a display of Hashem's chesed? And he says, it's true, it originated in chesed. But in order for it to take shape and form, it must go through the Midas HaGvura. And, and again, in this context, we find that the term nefesh is usually associated, nafshi yotza bedabroi, my nefesh comes forth in my speech, and dibor is malchus, dabor echad ladur. There, there are many psukim that are brought to show this point. Although in the two columns that Rabbeinus are listed here, the nefesh was on the right side, the goof was on the left side. <clears throat> Again, everything is relative. It depends on the context that you're speaking about. Now, Rav Nosazal continues. V'yalkein, Om Rabbi Senazal, this will also explain why the rabbis tell us, The Torah was only given to people who eat mon. Because mon is a very holy type of food. The Gemara tells us there was no waste matter generated from eating the mon. And when there's achila digdusha, that elevates the soul. The soul which is related to das, bechinas Torah, as the Pasuk says, a tzaddik eats not to satisfy the physical desires, a tzaddik eats to satiate his nefesh, his soul. 
Bechinas Moshe, Bechinas Das, Kamuva, because Rabbein Azal shows in chapter 56 on the Kutimran that Mon is, is comparable to Moshe Rabbeinu, Das, it's brain food, it's a very high level of Sechel. V'yalkein alidei Moyach Nun, Mon is Moyach Nun, the Moyach of the 50th level. And therefore, by eating mon, the soul is elevated, which is the Torah. That's why the Gemara connects these two. Because one of the main ways that a person allows their soul to grow and to, to rise to new heights is by overcoming the wrong type of desire for food. Because one of the most important things that unites the body and soul is eating, which is what sustains the, the person. If a person will stop eating, they'll die. And the soul will leave the body. So there we see eating is what unites the soul and the body. And this is why since eating is the thing that unites the body and soul and, and keeps the person alive, that's why everything is dependent on how a person eats. Because when a person is eating purely for for material for physical desire, just for pleasure, in order to fill their belly and, and to satisfy their physical desires, that strengthens the body and allows the body to rule and control the, the soul. And so to the opposite, if a person purifies themselves, and a person eats with great holiness, where their whole intention in eating is, I need the body to help me perform mitzvahs. It's all really for the sake of the soul, so that the body will serve the needs of the soul. Then this strengthens the soul and gives the soul the ability to rule over the body. And all of this is dependent on eating. Eating is the intermediary between the body and the soul. And therefore, everything depends on how a person eats, the level of holiness that a person eats with. And therefore, Rabbein Zal explains over there in chapter 37 on the Kutimran, any questions? We know that during the week, what, what's taiva sachila? And w- during the week, the less a person eats, 
And the less a person makes an issue about what they eat, the less picky they are that I, I want this and I, I like this and I like that, that's that's conquering the taiva sachila. <clears throat> On Shabbos, the, the more a person eats within reasonable boundaries, and the more a person tries to be selective to buy better foods, to, to designate the better foods for Shabbos, that's again overcoming the taiva sachila. That's achila dikdusha. Therefore, based on this introduction, we understand why Rabbi Nezal says there in Likut Imran, that one of the most powerful ways that we defeat the body, we subdue the body to the soul, the body which is comprised of those four basic elements, <coughs> is by fasting. Because fasting is one of the forms of overcoming the desire for food. And this is one of the main things that allows the body to become subservient to the soul. And this is also what the Jews experienced in the Midbar when they ate mon, shehu bechinas tainus. Mon, eating mon, is compared to fasting. Bechinas, as it says clearly in the Chumash, vayancha, vayarivecha, vayachilcha samon. Hashem made you suffer, he starved you, and he gave you the mon to eat. Vayancha loshintainus. The term vayancho is similar to the root of the word tainus, fasting. Ki'isa, because it's brought, she'koidem she'ochli Yisrael ha'samon, hisanami koidem. That before the Jews would eat the man, they would first fast. Ki'achila ha'samon, hi'achila digdusha. Because again, eating man represents a very holy form of eating. She'zoichen alidei tainus which a person's zechah to achieve by fasting, which is like the Pesach, which says that tzaddik is eating to satisfy his soul, nothing to do with the body. Elevating the das and the Torah, which is this concept of mon. And therefore, nowadays also, it's impossible for a Jew to eat anything properly, unless the person first purifies and sanctifies the food to make it like mon, so that then by eating this food, the soul will become in control of the body. Just like when they had a man. And out of all the different foods, the most important one that we need to sanctify is bread. 
which is the main thing that empowers a person, that gives a person's das and seichel. As the Medrash says, ki pito sado delibo, bread is what satiates the heart. And the main source of, of life energy and the main source of being satisfied, a person feeling satisfying one's hunger is bread. And therefore we're required to really try to sanctify bread more than anything else so that our bread should be like mon, it should be something that satisfies the soul. And now we can understand this isur of, of eating the, from the new grains before bringing the korban oimer. We're not allowed to eat any any grain from the five types of grain without first bringing the Oymer Soyrim. By bringing this Oymer Soyrim, we sweeten the din and we draw Chesed. Which is like elevating the soul to be over the body. We subdue all of those items in column A, the behema, the foolishness, the choymer, the guf, the darkness, and we elevate all of those items in column B. Because as we learned earlier, barley, the Gemara refers to it as animal food. And therefore, by bringing this korban from barley, by doing that, we sweeten and we defeat the animal, the animal aspect, which is the body, and we rise from the level of behema to the level of odom, from body to soul. Because the word soiro, which means barley, is bigematria two times menatzbach, together with the koilel of each one of the letters. Because the word soiro, shin ayin reish hei, is bigematria. 575 without the vav 575 the 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 menatzbach is 280 280 plus the five letters is 285 another 280 plus the five letters is another 285 is equal to 570 and the base which is the five letters is what gives us this 575, this word Sa'ira, which the Ariza speaks about at length, which is Bigematria two times Menatzbach. Hainu Bechinas Chamisha Domin. This corresponds to those five types of blood. Blood is red, din, Chamisha Shemois Shiesh Lenefesh, and the five names <coughs> that the Torah gives to the Nefesh. Shem Bechinas Chamesh Oisias Menatzbach. 
corresponding to the five letters of Menatzbach, Shenim Tokin, Avidei Hanofa Soimer Soilim. And all of this gets sweetened, but went through the mitzvah of, of bringing the Oimer Soirem. By doing that, we sweeten all negativity, all harsh judgments. And we draw kindness. The soul is elevated. And the body becomes subservient to it. Because through this Korban Oymer Soyrim, we rise up. We rise to the level of Adam, from Behemoth to Adam, from Guf to Nefesh. Question, what about Malava Malka? Of course, Malava Malka is an example of Achila Dikdusha, or any Sudas Mitzvah is an example of Achila Dikdusha. Erev Shabbos, there's a, a, a custom of Toyameho, of tasting from the Shabbos food as a means of showing how much we love the Shabbos food that we can't wait to taste it. We get a taste of it on Erev Shabbos. That's also an example of Achila Dikdusha. Question in the chat that now, especially in the Western world, there's a great emphasis on being put on healthy eating, including not eating more than you need. And yet the people pursuing this lifestyle <clears throat> can be very unspiritual. Doesn't this contradict what Rav Nelson Zal is saying here? That conquering Tavis Achila is the main thing in making the body subservient to the soul? The answer is, the question is, what it, it's also based on what the person's intentions are. If a person is trying to eat healthy, to, to, to have a strong body, if, if they're focusing on the body, that's what the eating healthy is all about. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a, a, a type of eating that's going to make the body subservient to the soul. The focus of the eating, what I eat and what I don't eat, is in order that my body will be subservient to my soul. Weakening, weakening the body, weakening its, its control, that I'm not controlled by what I like. I like a, a, the seafood diet. A person sees food, they have to eat it. Or by what I like, or it smells good, it tastes good. I'm not, I'm not being controlled by those things. I'm eating, I'm giving the body what it needs in order to serve the soul. That's Tikkun Taiva Sakhila. When the whole health issue is being done with different intentions completely, it, it will not accomplish the same goals. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. We should be zeichet to see the Malchus of Kedusha overcome, defeat the Malchus of the Sitra Achba completely with the final Geula Shleimah B'mhera B'amenu. Amen, B'amenu.